because I believe a man is supposed to take care of his woman. I don't care how much money your woman make. A man is supposed to have his mindset on taking care of his woman. Talk. I mean, this, you know, this, this may be a bit crude, but I mean, I don't know no other way to say it. Uh, I want to talk about um, booty calls. A woman's dress code is her personal commercial. And every woman, well, not just women, but I mean, my audience is 94% female, so I'm talking to women right now. This applies to men as well. But every woman would do herself a major justice to give attention to her own personal dress code and not just ride in on the fact that, you know, I'm free from opinions. I don't need nobody's uh, approval. I appreciate that. I mean, all of that is, you know, queen consciousness. That's what we teach, that you got to be free from uh, misogynistic pressures and all of that kind of thing. But when you get beyond misogyny, you're still a visionary. You're still a queen. You have to represent and you don't want to have, you don't want to have um, level 10 quality packaged in a level three. Um, you don't want to have level 10 content or substance in a level three style. When I say style, I'm not necessarily talking about labels or designer brands. It's not what I'm pushing. I'm basically saying when you leave out of your house, even when you're in your house, there's a certain way that a queen conscious woman has to look. And when I say has to, I'm not talking about to appease me or society or man, but it starts with really, you know, your own self uh, expectation. You have this, these are expectations you should have for yourself and then when you leave out of your house because you have these expectations of yourself now the world finds you attractive see most of you are hung up on your physical features or you know your your size your dress size or you know whatever whatever you know this, this european model of what beauty is and here's the reality you have multi-millionaire type guys that love every kind of woman. You got, you got some multi-millionaire guys that love, you know, a woman that has some meat on her bones. He don't want a woman that's under 12, 14. That's just the truth. And I'm not telling you about what I heard. I'm telling you about what I know. So this idea that there's this, just this one idea, one model that... You know, certain kinds of guys go for is is untrue. They love you. Got them that love women that are skinny, love them heavy, love them dark, love them light. So the physical thing is not the issue. But the one thing that's consistent, if if you're a woman that's looking for a certain kind of man, you know, you believe in God for a certain kind of man that can really. Um, 
match you or, you know, is in sync with you, they all want a woman that cares for herself. That's the truth. I can't speak for no, I can't tell you that um, a certain kind of man wouldn't want you because you're this, you're that, you're that. But the one thing that is consistent is that they all are looking for a woman that's confident and models that in the way she presents herself to the world. Now, there are three things I want to share with you. Three things that I want to share, but I can't believe that my signal broke last time. We was on our way somewhere with that thing. Your dress code, the way you, the way you enter the world, your dress code um, speaks of where you've been. When people see you and, and the way you are put together or not put together, it says to them, it speaks of where you've been, speaks of what you've learned, the way you present yourself to the world initially gives people um, an idea of what your background possibly could have been, what kind of person. And people make these judgments within seconds of meeting you. And then it's after, you know, your, your presentation uh, leads that they get a chance, they, they develop a curiosity and an interest in who you are. So now they want to, now they're prepared to listen to you. But a lot of people don't get a listen because they flunk the presentation. They flunk the commercial. Your, your dress code is your personal commercial. And so if, you know, okay, for instance, and I use this, I use this example a lot. Most of you have never met me in person. And the day you decided to turn this thing on or give me a give me an ear, you had to look at me. You know, you probably looked at a thumbnail, said, okay, let me see what this dude talking about. I like what he's I like his subject matter, but let me see what he's talking about. But what if what if what if I had on a purple velvet blazer with a red uh, velvet hat with a pink feather sticking out of it, a ruffle shirt, diamonds on every finger, black glasses or dark glasses inside. You might have hit on it, but you would have hit on it with a with a prejudice, with a prejudgment. This dude is a clown. This dude is a clown. You wouldn't have had to hear one word I said before you would have determined this dude is a clown. Why? Because only clowns dress like that. In any part of the world, only clowns dress like that. Now, if that's real for, you know, that particular illustration, that's real every day of your life. So my question to you is, what is your dress code saying to the world? Maybe you're not getting the results. Maybe you're not getting... Um, the connections, the opportunities. Maybe you've just not packaged yourself properly. And I was giving you all the example before the last stream died of Lisa when she and I first got together. And, you know, she was just homely. Homely. Just loved big sweatshirts, big sweatpants, and that's what she loved. But I ain't want that, you know. 
I don't want that. We got places to go, people to meet. And, and a man's woman is his greatest pride. I needed her to put it together, so we start shopping, you know. But I learned that that, you know, her dressing was the product of her, of her trauma. She had been sexually abused as a child, and so she did not want to in any way present a, a sexual image. So I understood that, and that's where a lot of you all are. And that's something you got to process. You probably need some counseling, a therapist to help you work through that. But then you don't want to go to the other extreme because your dress code tells people where you've been. You know what what your what your possible grounding is, what your background could possibly be. You don't want to go to the other extreme where, you know, you, you're not wearing sweatshirts. You you you're just basically wearing t-shirts. That's what a lot of these dresses look like out here. Like you got a t-shirt on, you know, and you constantly pulling at it to stop all your personality from falling out. Well, when you're dressing like that, I don't care. You may be, you know, a brain surgeon. If you're dressing like that, you think the world is going to pick up on, okay, here's a brilliant person that can open my head up and fix my brain? No. I'm just trying to get you to see your dress code is important. You cannot, you cannot over-sexualize your dress code and you cannot under-emphasize your femininity. Not if, not if, you, if you desire to have a certain kind of man in your life, if you're gonna attract a certain kind of man. Okay, let's go back to some of the stuff we talk about all the time. Pastor, I don't know why I keep attracting uh, these dogs. All they want is sex. That's all they want is sex. Well, okay, I'll give you that. They, you know, men, we, men are trained and conditioned to be dogs. We are. But I want you to go, if you have an Instagram or something like that, Go and look at your pictures from over the years. Look at those pictures you took in the bathroom at the restaurant or at the club where you turn your bottom round to the mirror and look at how short that, that, that skirt is and how it's riding up into areas that's not supposed to be seen by anybody other than you and you, your doctor, and your husband. Look at that. And I want, to, I want you to ask, ask yourself the question, now, what am I advertising on here? What does this picture say to the world about my background and where I've been, what I've possibly learned or did not learn? So it speaks of, your dress code speaks to, says to the world, okay, this is probably where she's been. Then it also speaks to, this is where she is. People make judgments on um, your present capability and level of thinking based on the way you're dressed. It happens all the time. People get to a point where they don't, they won't consider you for certain things based on the way you dressed. The way you dress says, um, this is where she is. Now you may, you know, in reality, 
you may be in, you know, through the stratosphere, you may be superior to the people that's even passing judgment on you, but they'll never know it because your presentation. They'll never know it because your presentation is not conducive to represent who you really are. So it speaks to where you've been, speaks to where you are. And then watch this, your dress code speaks to where you can potentially go. Sometimes you miss great relationships because when they look at the way you put yourself together, they said, oh no, nice person, but you know, hello, how are you? Same to you, same to you. Um, especially when, you're, when your dress code is over-sexualized. A decent man, a man that would be a husband, he's not looking for a woman that's going to have all of her self hanging out. You know, he may see some great things in you, but in his mind, he's like, well, you know, she's a nice girl, but she ain't ready to go where I'm trying to go. I'm, I'm trying to find a wife, and a wife puts herself together a certain way, you know? A wife, you know. So, I, I mean, I, I don't know why. I guess I was walking, just want to talk to y'all. But hopefully you hear, hear my heart on this. Hopefully you hear my heart on this and really put some thought into it at least. Put some thought into it, man. Stop just going out here, you know, just all willy-nilly, just, just looking all any kind of way and everything. It just don't make, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. The, the people that you need to attract and you need to connect with are not able to recognize you. They're not able to recognize you, man. It's, you know, that's one thing I, I don't like about Sugarland, Texas. Sugarland, Texas is a beautiful city. But one thing that I don't like about Sugarland, Texas, if you if you live anywhere around Houston or if you ever visited Sugarland, you know what I'm talking about. There's this cold city code, I suppose, where all of the buildings have to have the same color. So like uh you know, Burger King, Kentucky Fried Chicken, Pizza Hut, if they all they all got the same bland black signs in other words the the particular brands have to lose their individuality their color schemes they can have it on the street signs but on the building itself they can't have all of the colors so it makes it hard to locate what you're looking for because everything looks the same and when your dress code is on par with women who suffer from broken consciousness though you bring the goods People can't recognize you because you look the same. You're trying to compete with these people. You're trying to keep up with, with trends. But queens were, trends were not made for queens. Queens set the trend. Kings are looking for, for a woman that stands out, not a trendy woman, which is, you know, to be trendy now in terms of dress code is to be naked, basically be comfortable going on the street naked and then you say okay well I ain't I ain't gonna get I'm not gonna get naked so I'm gonna do like at least I'm gonna get me a sweatsuit I'm gonna wear it every day you ain't gonna have no man like that 
You, you don't get no man like that. Maybe you just don't, if you don't want no man, you can wear your sweatsuit all day, every day. You don't want no man, you don't want no job, you don't want no advancement, you don't want to build your business, wear your sweatsuit. You don't get it with that. There's a medium that you have to find. Where you find your style, you find what represents your brand of femininity and, and femininity and, and uh, being overtly sexual, not the same thing. Not the same thing. Not the same thing. Woman is overtly sexual. She's struggling with identity issues. She got more going on she needs to deal with in femininity. She's struggling with identity issues. So I hope that this comes across right. And I'm always careful because at the end of the day, I'm a man talking to women's issues. And I try to do it with a balance and with respect and love. Hopefully that's the way it's coming across. But just something to think about, man. Just something to think about. Don't forget to uh, share this as much as you can. And uh, go to my website, sign up for my sign up for my mailing list at rcblakes.com. All of my online programs are there as well. And I'm going to put eventually, as I get through walking, I'm going to put in the description all of the information that you might need to take advantage of everything we got. I love y'all, man. I may talk to you tonight oh, on the more controlled environment. Thank you all. Thank y'all. I see some of y'all. You see? Thank you for sewing into my life. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. All right. You all have a good one. Thank you for listening today. If you would like more information or for other resources, please visit us on the web at rcblakes.com.